Hello guys and girls, girls and guys, and welcome to another episode of This Is So Us, a podcast created to talk about the highs and lows of growing up different, or maybe not so different at all. In this week's episode, we talk about Halloween Haunt at Canada's Wonderland, mermaids and how we feel about live action remakes, and dive into the boy who mustn't tell lies. I encourage you to live tweet as you listen with This Is So Us, and subscribe so you you're in the loop for when new episodes come out. So let's chat your ears off, make you laugh, and get right into it. Hi, Clara. Hi, Robert. Hi there. We have not been in the studio forever. Yeah, we've literally been trying to get to the studio, but then like stuff just keeps happening. Like Life just keeps happening and pushing it further away. Life is busy. We're both very busy people, and you know what? We're doing great in our lives, but a little bit of organization doesn't hurt anyone. It really doesn't. I was trying to come here for Halloween, and then I was trying to come here for my birthday, and then, like, you know, merge them into the two, and it just, it it wasn't there. Yeah. Wait, to the podcast for your birthday? Yeah, like we were going to do a little podcast um, birthday slash Halloween episode because we were were like the original idea was like taking the microphones to Halloween haunt. But then we were like, maybe that's not a good idea because like they're like we're going to get screamed at and (laughs) we tried. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's more of a season five thing versus a season one thing, which is where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Start small. How did you like uh, Wonderland's Halloween Haunt? I liked it. It was it was pretty cool. Um, a lot better than what I expected. Like I didn't know what to expect, um, but I loved it. I loved the decorations. I liked the spooky feel. They had like the mist and everything going on. I didn't even know that they were gonna have like these concerts and stuff playing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had and a good course, time. Stairs. Oh. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say of course the scares were really good we all got scared yeah we were like tucked in the back by like the um the old theaters and we like we i think we almost got lost because we had to like go out of the line right like like did they build like a man-made path yeah i they built a, the path and then it really got confusing because there were signs for certain haunted ones and then there was like but you had to go like the opposite way so it got confusing on what way you were going and then like it was like a man-made line so someone just had like a sign every so often when it'd be like the line starts here and just looped around right it was definitely oh, crazy weird. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think I was um, the uh, what's it called? The I I think I went back in like twenty twelve years ago, right before like they really expanded the park, and it yeah they I, they did a really good job. They always hire really good actors, honestly. Yeah. So recently, we were watching Pinocchio together. I honestly don't even remember the original one but how is your uh view on this version the new disney version 
Um, I liked it. I haven't, I think I had seen the original one, like maybe bits and pieces, but I didn't remember it either. Um, but I thought it was really good, really emotional. Um, I love Tom Hanks in it. Like he did a really great job. Um, right. Yeah. It was such an emotional movie. Like I didn't expect it to be so emotional. Like usually like Disney does have that side, but I thought it was going to be more funny because I, I, I hadn't seen it in so long. So I couldn't remember anything, but I was like, it was actually so good. It got my heart. <laughs> yeah, I really liked the musical number. I think it was like the Land of the Lost, if I'm not mistaken, where the the children were there. I literally had to take a few like moments because I was like really confused on like, oh, these are like orphans, and then I got confused about like why people were turning into pigs, and it was a whole thing. Yeah, that part I don't I don't know if it's a I know that that happened in the other movie. I don't know if it's the same reason, but it ends up showing that they turn into donkeys and they get fed, I think. Right. Which is donkeys really not pigs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and I think they get fed to some demon-looking thing or shipped off or not fed but shipped off somewhere to this demon thing. I don't even know. It was very no, creepy, it was very dumb. Yeah, it was very dark, and it was it was it's, it, it was still good though, really good. Mm-hmm. It was. Speaking about Disney, we also have people's live reactions to the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, yeah, the Little Mermaid. I know that when I was showing you the trailer, we, um, you were really. Uh, like you weren't a huge fan that her hair wasn't red enough. Yeah, I don't know. Like I grew up with the original Disney, so when they change things, I'm just like, no. But like, it's supposed to be like this. It still looks like it's gonna be really good. It's just like, oh, the originality of it. I just want like the original, original. Mm-hmm. No, I know. But I think it's gonna be good. I mean that I trailer how- with. Oh my gosh! Sorry, you go. You go first. <laughs> I was just saying. I I I remember her her vocals in the trailer singing "Part of Your World." I mean, mm-hmm. I got chills when I was watching it for the first time in theaters. You oh, like the trailer? I thought you said you saw it. I was like, wait, you saw it already? Um, no. Oh my god, that'd be fun. <laughs> right? Yeah, she did have a really pretty voice, though. I did like that. But part of me wonders what like flounder and sebastian and stuff are gonna look like and like what ursula is gonna look like i was really afraid of flounder because in that part you could see him floating around and i'm like okay like i like there's a there's a few other movies that they incorporate like animation into the real life Mm -hmm. um like for example the new like chippendale movie it did that and i don't i don't know i mean i don't know why disney doesn't right like so we watch the mm-hmm. lion king and it, it's all cgi right but i mean yeah. they they have the technology to make it kind of like half like half animated half real and i feel like they they definitely should have done that in little mermaid uh yeah. it's not out yet so we don't know but i mean I, I don't think they're going to i think they're going to keep it the same as a lion king right with like that, that lifelike mm-hmm. thing whatever that is yeah and with the lifelike thing it's like you never know if like because it's a fish too you don't know if it's gonna look creepy or not like as long as founder looks like his cute self 
that's fine. But like, if he looks creepy, then that's just gonna ruin the movie. Same with Sebastian. Yeah, because I'm thinking Sebastian, like, crabs themselves are pretty ugly. So, like, there's no real way. Of, like, first of all, Sebastian has, like, the pointy eyes. Like, a yeah. crab has flat eyes. You know what I mean? True. So it's, I I don't think that the, the animals in there are going to be great. And Ursula, like, you know what I mean? Like, an octopus sea witch. I mean, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. Yeah, didn't they show, um, what's her name? Queen Latifah or something was playing her? Um, that was in the Broadway musical. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yeah, I wonder who's going to play her. Do we know I yet? think it's Melissa McCarthy. Oh, really? Oh my God, that would be so awesome. She would be the best for that. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I see sure. airs. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's it's definitely it's it's a site we will see. I think it's in May, so stick around mm. and we'll go together. Yeah, definitely. On to our we definitely next... gotta, like... mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we that's <laughs> so funny. We keep cutting each other off, like talking at the same time. Um I was just going to say that we should definitely watch the like original before we go like a day or something before we go. So then that way, like we remember what, like, like we have an idea of what like the original was and then we see like the new one and like compare, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely, we definitely should do that as well as not watching the other ones. Cause I think there's like three of them, honestly. Like I think there's little mermaid two and I think there's like mm-hmm. little mermaid Ariel's two and a half. Yeah. Ariel. No. Yeah. Well, she has it's a show too, movie. I think, right? <laughs> yeah, I oh my god, I watched the show. It's not bad. It's pretty funny. It's before any of that happens when she was a little younger and she was still like under the sea with her dad, but and she was like getting into trouble each episode. Oh, okay. Because I remember different. when I was yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I watched the Lilo and Stitch show, and that was pretty iconic and pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> there is a Lilo and Stitch show. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, what the I wonder if it? I didn't has it. We should go find it. Yeah, right. I don't have Disney anymore. Oh, I got rid of I... it because I'm moving out, and I'm like, I don't use Disney. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, seems like we're gonna be signing back up for it. Yeah, I, I might. I do know I want to get rid of my. Because of work, I um, kind of get like a good workout and just working at at the factory. So I might just get rid of my membership for my gym because I don't go. And it would be like, and it's a little more monthly than Disney. So I could like get rid of that and then like re-sign up for Disney. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that thought process. So speaking about moving out, you are moving out in a few. How do you feel about that? I am. I'm so excited. Um, And the good thing, too, is it's so close to, like, um, my parents' house. So if I need anything, I can literally just walk down. But I'm so excited to be on my own, have my own space, just be able to do my own thing. And, like, it's just me, just me, nice and quiet. Yeah, and you it's can decorate gonna it how you like, right? Exactly. I'm so excited. And then like, to have my friends over, like you and everything, like you can come over, you can do like, movie nights and stuff. 
it's gonna be awesome and i can show you my mug collection because whenever i go to your house and you make me like tea or like hot chocolate or something you show me your mug collection and now i can show you mine and be like you can pick from my mugs oh my god i love that i still have your drama llama mug i took it over <laughs> here i haven't used yeah. it yet i think i used it for juice but i'm afraid i'm gonna like it's gonna break so i'm like if this is a delicacy this is like a you know one of the the fine china sets that you take out right. <laughs> exactly collectible mug but yeah no the this isn't your first time moving out. You, I think you were in the, the summer you had the forever ago. It was just like a small, what was it? It was only two months, right? From what year? When you lived year? in Kitchener? When I lived in Kitchener? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have moved on my, my own, not on my own. Like I would rent a room and have like a roommate. So I lived in Kitchener for like... I think two months, something kind of happened with the other roommate where it just didn't end up working out. Um, she wanted to, to go back to Mexico for a little bit and have um, these two guys move in, which I wasn't comfortable with. And she was like, was going to have them move in regardless of what I thought. So I ended up moving with you guys at 52 Austin for a little bit and then back here home. But now it's time to move back out on my own again, like my own own. Like, I'm so excited won't be no one there just me yeah are there any um fears that you have on I guess living on your own I guess not right but I mean do you have any um I don't have any fears in like the sense of being on my own like I'm a pretty independent person in that way where like I can find stuff for myself to do and I don't get like super lonely but um I do have like worries like you know making sure I can um what's the word for it? Like properly um, balance my finances and make sure that like, you know, I'm not overspending or spending on things I don't need. And like, I'll have to get used to that um, kind of thing where you have to be more tight with your money and more money, like not money minded, but like, I guess money minded, like making sure that you are finding like the best deals and stuff. Um, but that's about it. Like, getting maybe getting used to the like the area might be a little like or like the building might be something because like you know even just like noises and stuff you're not used to but i'm not like super super scared i'm, I'm pretty ready for it yeah because i think you were telling me that you live right on top of a bar right i live in between two bars so it's like there's one bar and then in the middle is like a bar, like an apartment building and then beside that is another bar so it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see whether or not um, I hear anything. Yeah, as well as, I mean, like you, well, you're the, I mean, from our Google searches of it the other day when I was looking, it was, it looks like it's in a nice neighborhood, right? You're like, you're not moving across the prov province or anything crazy like that, right? So you're still staying yeah. local and you know your areas, right? I think in the mm -hmm. summertime, you're really going to love it because I think you're close to the ice cream shops and the the waterfront, right? Exactly. I'll be a lot closer to, to that. And like, I'll be literally right downtown. Whoops. I'm hitting my mic, <laughs> um, but I'll be right. I'll be right downtown. So like everything's kind of close. Like my bangs close. There'll be like um, other things like convenience stores and food places that are close too, which is really nice. I can literally just walk, walk over. I'm very excited for you. I am very excited 
for this new process. I, as you know, <laughs> had to move back home. So it's a little opposite of what you're doing. You're moving out yeah. and I'm moving back in. Um, my situation, like, I don't know if you know this, but I mean, I haven't lived on my own since I was like 16. Or sorry, I haven't lived with my family since I was 16. So like, that's a good chunk of my adulthood right that I've you know been taking care of myself so coming back here I mean it's a little I wouldn't use the word embarrassing but it's definitely not easy um as well as like you know like my parents themselves have like you know allowed me to like fly away from the nest you know so it's kind of invading on their space as well but I mean, I'm, I'm, my siblings enjoy, you know, the, the extra company, right? So mm-hmm. it's in a sense of like fear. I don't think that like, there's no, I don't think there's harm in moving back with your parents. Like you said, we've you've done it. I've now done it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Sometimes just shit happens, right? And that you're put in an uncomfortable situation and if you have I guess if you want to call it a luxury to lean on the people that you know you grew up with then I think that that's okay and I don't think that's something you should be afraid of right I think it's okay to have those supports um for you if you are so lucky to have them yeah exactly and like I've been doing my tarot recently and a lot of cards come up where it's basically like don't try to do things alone have a support team have like people around you that can help you like don't be afraid to ask for that help rather than try to do it on your own um because in the end like it'll be so much easier you'll get other opinions um other ideas stuff like that but um i feel what you mean with the embarrassing thing like that's that's why I'm like I gotta you know I'm 25 I'm like I gotta move out like it's also getting embarrassing I can't have friends over really um like I don't have my own space to just be like me and do my own thing right so it's like totally understand that part too right you take on the responsibility when you're shared in a shared area you know what I mean whereas like if you wanted to clean the dishes at like 7am, like, you know, you're going to clean the dishes, right? Like, you're not going to have someone else's mess impact your schedule, right? Whereas like, Mm -hmm. when you're under the same roof, then you have to take into account everyone else's schedule and how they conduct themselves, you know, and then it kind of like, it affects your schedule, right? And it's like, oh, well, if I was like, by myself, then like, I wouldn't, you know, have to have these <laughs> inconveniences. Exactly. Like, um, my work schedule is 4.20 p.m. to 2.20 a.m. So sometimes I want to be able to make a full-on dinner when I get home. But I'm like, I don't want to make all of the, the sounds because everyone else is asleep. So I'm, like, so excited for that, too, that when I have my own place, I can just um, make food whenever I want. I don't have to worry if I'm waking anyone up late at night. I can do the dishes when I want. Let's talk about that. 2 a.m. What are you eating at 2 a.m.? Well, like sometimes I get home and I'm like hungry. So you want to make like a meal, like, you know, Mm -hmm. chicken fingers. But are you like chicken fingers? Yeah. I was like, you're not making like a full turkey, are you? (laughs) 
Yeah, I was gonna say, well, like with our oven too, it does like a mini song, like a little chime song when it's done. So I'm like, I don't wanna like have that going off because I don't know if there's a way to turn it off at like two in the morning. But sometimes I just get hungry when I get home because like when I get home, right, you get used to the the, the schedule. So then, um, or like your, yeah, I guess like the schedule. So then you're kind of up because now you have that time that when you get home, you have energy or done work. You're like, I just want to decompress and do whatever. Kind of like when you're done work and it's like five o'clock and you come home, it's that same idea. So I'm still up for a few hours. So I get hungry and I want to make like a meal or a dinner or something. Yeah, I mean, I when I worked at the hotels overnight, I would come back at what, I think 6 a.m., 6.30, right? And then people were getting up to leave back yeah. at 52 Austin. And it was... Yeah, n- night shift is just like you your body has to be programmed right like yeah. uh, it's it's a different life right and I, I know some people they they aren't night owls honestly and they're like their body won't even let them you know and I'm like whoa yeah. that's like it, like even like training your body to be awake for certain shifts like they don't have that they can't do it you know and it's yeah. like wow I mean, I, I don't think I, I think maybe sometimes I had like espresso and I like, I don't know. I also have like a lot of adrenaline sometimes and I like trick my body. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Keeps it going. Keeps me going. I'm definitely not like a overnight, like where you get home at like 6am. I don't mind like the 2am, but I'm definitely not someone that can completely switch my schedule like that. Like I don't like to do that. It's just not fun. But I don't yeah, mind I mean, like the four four p.m. to two a.m. That's that's a unique shift, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like afternoon into the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a strange. How are you smell. liking your? How are you liking your new job? I like it. It's it's really good. It it took a little bit to get used to because I've never done factory work, but I I really don't mind it. Like everyone's pretty nice and they're kind of like a family, like they make sure that you're okay and like um, stuff like that. And the pay is definitely really good. And so are the benefits. Um, So I just have to wait my six months and then that will kick in. Yeah, what month are you on? Um, When did I start? Like end of September. So maybe two months. I'm pretty sure my six months is in maybe April. Oh, okay. And then I have That's to see exciting. if they hire me on. Yeah. But I think they will. And then I'll get my benefits. And it will be. Oh, they have very... to hire you on. Mm-hmm. So it's like temporary right now to see if they want to keep you. But I think oh. I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all very exciting, it sounds like. Yeah. Super exciting. Different chapter of my life, but I'm ready for it. Well, we are slowly making our way into 2023, <laughs> very slowly. Right. It's like gone fast, but also kind of slow. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I I am feeling that as well. I am getting those vibes. I feel like the summer went pretty fast, honestly. Like I'm trying to remember what I did this summer. And yeah. a lot of the things are like not, <laughs> I'm not remembering um, I think when the snow, oh, the snow just bothers me. 
everything just like freezes honestly and i think i'm i get scared i'm like oh okay did that happen <laughs> yeah i hate winters while it's cold and snowy and summer is like never long enough i mean this year has been kind of different where like halfway like the beginning of november was like 18 degree days and stuff like that which is really nice for november yeah i've been thinking about moving countries recently because i don't know you want to move countries where would you move to i just want to go to florida i'm very biased like i love Mm -hmm. universal studios over there i love it so much (laughs) i've never been i've never been to that or like disneyland or anything Oh my gosh, I want to take you to Universal definitely in 2023. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> it's a must see. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, they do a great job, honestly. The animatronics, the whole, like, you know, it's their, it's the, like, you know, it's the design, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to word it. It's just designed very well, you know? just with a purpose mm-hmm. is it that one the like what's at universal is that one that has like the star wars and the harry potter yeah so they got harry potter they got dr seuss the simpsons there is something else that i can't remember um did i say jurassic world jurassic world jurassic something is over there oh my god that ride is so much fun like have you ever been on the water ride at canada's wonderland where like it takes you up and you go down like it's just a circle i think so yeah so their version of that is you're going on the water ride and it takes you through like the dinosaurs so like there's like little dinosaurs everywhere Mm -hmm. and then it takes you up and when you go up the ramp there's like a t-rex chasing you and then you go down the ramp (laughs) what that's so cool oh yeah no i definitely think you like it yeah i mean i'm i might be stretching it by using the word chasing you but it is there (laughs) once you get up there it just starts roaring at you and then it's like yeah that's exciting i love Jurassic park i would love the harry potter part too my god i want to go there well let's put it on our bucket list for 2023 okay i'll start saving now (laughs) yes i just i need to get my career i need to figure out what i'm doing and like i enjoy well i don't enjoy it's not that i don't enjoy what i do it's that I need to transition into more full-time podcasting with Clara and just like working on my consistency with what I want, you know? Um, But I also, I'm like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I was talking to someone else the other day about it. It's like certain people are blessed with, I guess, hmm, like, I wouldn't say like not um like they're not well they're not entitled but certain people have different i guess access to certain spaces Mm -hmm. where i'm not saying that they don't they don't 
like they don't put in the work or anything. It's just really hard to figure out what what the niche is, honestly. I mean, like when I watch a lot of these YouTube videos, I'm like, it, it all talks about like, find your niche. Like no one's going to find you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know what that is yet for me. And it's like, I kind of like everything, right? But it's just like, Mm -hmm. you can't, that's not, that's not a, I mean, that's not a thing unless like, it's, unless it's just me, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're really pushing the boundaries, Robert, if you want to pretend like your niche is like multiple mukbangs and like, well, never DIY, but like gaming, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's like you gotta stay focused or else then you're grabbing from too many aspects and it's like, yeah, I, I get it, but it's like but I enjoy multiple things, you know? And it's like I don't know. What what yeah. what do I hone on first? Exactly. Cause like I think there's some people that will have multiple niches, but generally, yeah, people do, or what I've noticed is people have their one kind of thing that they go back to uh, or that they're known for because it would like set them apart from anyone else but yeah definitely um gotta think about that what kind of like when you first started your channel what were you kind of going for like do you want more like a comedy type thing do you like doing vlogs or just out and about like you seem to like doing those a lot yeah and I think that's I think that's where it is right I think I'm I watch a lot of the comedy channels and I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of work. Like I definitely commend the people like, uh, mm-hmm. like one of them is Kurt, right. That we watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. and like the amount of like, like that is like, he's putting a lot of effort into that. Right. And it's not saying that like, Oh, like I'm lazy and I don't want to do work. Right. It's just mm-hmm. like skits, skits take a long time. Right. You got to, you got to write the script, you got to film it, you got to take out the bloopers. Yeah. It's it's not just like a 30-second TikTok, and even TikToks, I mean, some people are just so talented. Oh, yeah. But I think you're right. I think um, it's more of a lifestyle uh, niche that I focus on. And I think for the longest time, I was, like, really trying to be, like, not that. (laughs) Um, Not that, like, I can't do other things. But like you said, I think that that's where the focus is, especially Mm. because of what I'm trying to uh, showcase to people, right? Uh, The fact that, like, you can be on the spectrum and do all these crazy things, like some good and some bad, you know? Um, and you can't yeah. just do that in like a sit down like James Charles in front of like a $70,000 camera kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you seem to like doing vlogs a lot um, where we kind of go somewhere and we vlog the experience. Would you want to like hone in on that or like do more of them? Mm-hmm. No, I think I should. Yeah, because I am. I Like you said, I think I'm very experience based and i've always said that right which is going into a whole other conversation for a different podcast episode (laughs) but um i think that like you said i think that i value experiences a lot and i want to showcase like great 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 things that you can do whether they're 
expensive mm. or whether they're like you know not expensive just telling you how to kill time with your friends and or family or even by yourself yeah like you know i'm here and this is my experience like you know if you want to have the same experience like come check it out you know and showing like the great times that we all have mm -hmm. right i think networking is so important and i was telling someone else the other day that i was like that is yeah networking is so important for any job you do right it's just like exactly. human interaction yeah exactly like that's kind of how i got into mine was um i was just like sitting outside it was the summer and I was just like doing my tarot cards. I was doing reading for myself. Um, and one of our neighbors walked out and my stepdad was like, hey, do you want a reading? Um, and she was like, sure. So I did a reading for her. And then we got chatting with her, um, like my parents and I. And then she mentioned Hammond. Um, and she was like saying all about it, you know, what you get now or the benefits and stuff like that, which was exactly what I was looking for. Um, and then she was kind of like my way in to, to it. Like she handed a resume in for me and I just kind of kept going on indeed and and putting resumes in there as well and she ended up being my like connect almost because like I didn't know about him and I didn't even know it was a thing so definitely like connections are a good thing yeah the the world you you only you know if you try to do if you try to do it alone well not even alone it's just like just like how do you even word it? It's not, you can't go far in life by just, you know, walking down your own path. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, we all go down our own paths, but like, if you shut out certain things, whether they're good or bad, then it yeah. will just like not help you grow as a person, right? Exactly. Like you don't want to burn all your bridges. Because then when you need something and time comes, there's no one left to ask for help. Well, there, yeah, exactly, right? And it's like this, um, it just, it doesn't help you when you're all alone, right? So those mm. connections that you would have just like, oh, like that nail tech that you like talked to years ago, right? Yeah. Um, now they, you know, they started their, a different business, right? Exactly. And now they they need some clientele and you really like them, right? Or just like, you know, that friend you had in school who became a lawyer and now you're, you know, trying to file a divorce, but you don't trust like really expensive lawyers, right? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. You don't know where it can lead you. Like you might need something in the future and that person just happens to, I don't know, own a open up a shop for the thing that you need or they might have a connect that you need or you know what I mean no exactly life is all about networking yeah networking also side note I don't know if you can hear my uh, stomach is making sounds and it's really loud and I don't know if it can be heard <laughs> oh I don't think I can hear it but well hello stomach <laughs> I think it's fine. My mic's not turned up super loud, so hopefully it's not picking it up. Otherwise, you guys just might hear a little bit of tummy, tummy. Oh my god, I can't talk. Tummy grumbling. We have grumbling a third co-host on the podcast, and that is Claire's stomach. Right? Got some opinions. 
He's hung. He has a hunger for the truth. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was that a was... Good <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just little me. Well, Clara, <laughs> I think our time is running short. Thank you once again for hanging out with mm. us on the pod, the potty. Yeah, of course. I look forward to helping you move in the upcoming days. Well, thank you. I really appreciate I do really appreciate it. Like I really needed the help. So I am looking forward to it. We'll have some fun. Probably have some, lots of laughs. Always. I have like a an edible over here. I don't know when I'm gonna eat it. Maybe I'll eat it then. It's just a little pucky. <laughs> sure, yeah, you eat the edible and I'll smoke um, I'll smoke the joint and we will move and it will be fun. <laughs> We'll be flying high and not in just the (laughs) mental state. Right. Well, thank you, listeners. Once again, um, this is this this is the okay. Well, I don't even know how to pronounce that because that's like the name of the podcast. This podcast is called "This Is So Us," and thanks for listening. And we will see you all in the next one. Bye for now. See you guys. Follow us on the internet or else. (laughs) (laughs) Follow us.